Welcome to the Restoration Church Life Podcast. This resource exists to keep you informed about the various happenings inside the life of our church and equip you to apply the gospel to all areas of life that together we might delight in the supremacy of Jesus Christ. All right. Okay, so here we go. I am sitting here with, who's here? Owen Bechtel. Owen Bechtel. And Sarah Bechtel. All right. So, uh, who are you? Where did you come from? What are you doing in this office? Uh, we are married, and we have been living... How long have you been married? We've been married for a year and eight months. Yeah. Yeah, a year and eight mm-hmm. months. And we both went to George Washington University, graduated in 2010. No, 2014. Um, yep. We both became Christians in college through the Ministry of Campus Outreach, which we now work for. And we have both worked for three years for Campus Outreach. And in our fourth year, we have just started working at American University. Okay. So you came to Faith in Owen. You grew up in Richmond, Virginia? Yes, Richmond. Not a Christian, came to college, came to Faith your freshman year? Yes. I thought I was one growing up, and I realized my freshman year that I didn't really understand who Jesus was. I didn't understand what the Bible's message was. And through the ministry of Campus Outreach, I became a Christian around probably like this time, around like seven years ago. Okay. And Sarah, you grew up in the great state of Georgia. True. Not too far from where I grew up. You were you Norcross? Yeah, Norcross, Gwinnett County. There you go. So uh, you two came to George Washington University, and you came to Faith. When did you come to Faith? Uh, My sophomore year of college, so that would be 2012, actually on probably New Year's Eve 2012. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. And so you are both active NCO as students? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, very so active. George mm-hmm. Washington. And then you both, when you graduated, you both went on staff with uh, Campus Outreach at George Washington. She went to Georgetown for oh, the you first were at Georgetown? year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. And yep. then when we got married, I brought her over to GW with me. Okay. Yep. yep. Very good. So you're both. How was your time at GW with Campus Outreach? Yeah, I, I loved it. The girls, um, just getting to know the girls who were already Christians and getting kind of my first experience of real, really discipling girls for a long period of time. It was really fun. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, there was a group of like 15 to 20, um, solid Christians who wanted to grow in their faith, who wanted to, um, impact the campus for Jesus. Um, so it was really cool just to get to help them do that and then just to see them and then their fruits of people coming to either know Jesus or grow in their faith. So it was it was really enjoyable at GW. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you were three there, there. So explain to us, we've been talking about CO or campus outreach just in a general sense. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be some people listening say, yeah, I've heard us talk about this. I know we give money to it. But what is, what is campus outreach? Yeah. What is CO? Yeah. Well, uh, our vision statement, our mission statement, I guess, is – Glorifying God by building laborers on the college campus for the lost world. So it's a college ministry um, that's, I mean, you could boil it down to discipleship. And so just wanting to reach uh, students, help them understand the Bible, help them understand who Jesus is, and then hopefully see them, um, you know, come to love Jesus and want to want to share him with others, too. So there you go. So it's a, it's a it's a college ministry. It's mainly been focused in the southeast. Is that correct? Correct. It started in 1978 in the southeast, I think, in Alabama. Okay. And yep. over the years, it's expanded up the east coast. Um, and over the past like 15 years, it's really grown a lot. Especially 
Campus Outreach has gone to John Piper's Church, Bethlehem Baptist. It's gone to Matt Chandler's Church, the Village Church, and then in D.C. with Mark Dever. Um, all pastors who have a pretty well-known following, it kind of really started growing then. Okay. Um, where other, yeah, it's probably doubled, I'd say, in size the past like 10 to 15 years. Yeah. But, yeah. Any, but even in a urban environment, D.C. is one of the few, right? Where it's, yeah. where yeah. it's been. And it's, only, it's been in... I believe Dave Russell was coming to D.C. the same time Nathan and I were coming back in 2009. Yep, exact same year. So it started there. It was at George Washington and Georgetown Mm -hmm. uh, for the first, whatever, I guess it's been eight years. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. there's a couple other campuses. But just this past semester, uh, you moved your life to the Upper Northwest. Oh, yeah. And you live here now. You're part of Restoration Church. You're you're members of our Mm -hmm. body, and you've been laboring on the campus at American University. So tell us about this first semester. Uh, was it yeah. what you expected, not what you expected? Yeah, you just, yeah what the, yeah. the highs, the lows? What was yeah. the first semester like? Yeah, so coming in, um, our main responsibility um, as, as chaplains at university, at American University, and as CO staff was just to meet people. So you can't really do ministry and help people grow in their faith if they don't know you and you don't know them. And so we volunteered at Oh my gosh! Numerous events the first few weeks um, for for they freshmen, let us, yeah, which is amazing. They let us. So, American University is very generous that they let us um, just volunteer and help and get to know people. So, Real quick, you said you're chaplains. What does that mean? Oh yeah, so we are official chaplains with the American University. So okay. they have um, I don't know a exactly spiritual how many. life center. K, so they K have spiritual life center. K spiritual yep. life center, and they have chaplains for all different religions. It's not just Christianity. Um, but and there's a, a good number of us and yeah, so we are certified chaplains that can be on the campus that can help students that there's a center they can come to. We can put on events. Um, so we have a lot of privileges as chaplains at American that allowed us the first month, especially to get to know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So that was our goal. Um, just to really meet anybody, um, whatever kind of background they came from, just get to know people, um, talk with them, let them know that we're chaplains. We would like to help them in spiritual ways if they want. Um, but we're just here. And so we just, we're trying to have positive experiences the first month. Um, we were trying to spend time in, especially groups of people that kind of, uh, like already, there's like already groups established. So like athletes or sororities, fraternities, uh, intramural sports, um, like spending time in the dining hall, mm-hmm. um, places where the students like to gather a lot. Um, and so, yeah. So the first month was just a lot of meeting people. Um, as I call it a lot of extroverting, uh, and I'm yeah. an introvert, so that was pretty hard. Sarah, it was her her dream. How awesome. much um, ultimate frisbee did you play? <laughs> a lot. A lot. We got really good too. Yeah. I think we played at least four hours a week, every week of the yeah. semester. Yeah. So frisbee is great because uh, they're the two biggest intramural slash club sports teams there. There's about seventy guys in the men's team and about fifty in the women's team. So yeah. right away, it's like we get to spend time four hours a week with seventy people. Um, and then they have groups of people that they also spend time with. So sure. it's just a great strategic way to spend time. Yeah. yeah. And it's also to love fun. and to serve these folks. And, and you said, yeah. So yeah. what were some of the, the challenges just this first semester? Uh, but, mm-hmm. but I mean, and we should, you know, I don't know if anybody will listen to this from the campus, but like Blaine and the folks at Chi Alpha mm-hmm. and some others, yeah. have just been, you know, Andrew at uh, Powers with crew have been welcoming. Yep. We praise God for their ministries. Yeah. Super helpful. Uh, no way mm-hmm. are we competing. We're just kind of just come alongside one another and serve each other as we, mm-hmm. we, you know, help people on that campus and serve them. Uh, but yeah so, yeah, so what were some of the, the, the challenges that, that first semester? Yeah. Challenges. I could share one. I think one challenge is just, um, being at a campus, 
that's in D.C. Um, there's not a lot of spiritual interest we saw. Um, and so students, a lot of them come from either just not very religious backgrounds or they come from religious background, but they're kind of just focused on their studies. It's a, it's a very um, strong academic school. They have a lot of uh, just there's, – there's a lot of stuff to do in college. And so just not a lot of priorities being spiritual is kind of hard as we're spiritual chaplains. Um, mm-hmm. and so that, that was difficult, um, I think, and um, not exactly like discouraging, but – yeah, like we we love Jesus. And we want to see people that love Jesus and grow in their faith. And we just were seeing a very campus that was centered on everything but Jesus. It seemed like mm. so that was definitely a challenge. Yeah. yeah, and I would say too. I mean, even even people who were identifying as Christians, and you know, there's internships, there's really rigorous schoolwork, there's there's gr- tons of really good responsibilities that students should focus on because that's why they're there. But um, with all the things that we can dream and plan and do, it's the reality hits of how much, how much time do we actually have to devote to a Bible study or, um, getting to meet up and talk about your week and all those things. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's yeah particularly right. And in, in, uh, DC, uh, on the whole that people are driven. We, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. There's also, because we're doing so many things, that it can sometimes you not know, leave room for that which is they don't see as important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing on the college campus as well. Yeah. Yep. Like I just spoke with a, an athlete who's also he's in season and he's works three jobs. Um and so that's pretty hard to get time around people like it's that. More ambitious than I am. And that that might be the extreme, <laughs> but a lot of people are doing multiple jobs or intense extracurriculars. Sure. When yeah. you just add up school and internships, and I know a lot of students yeah. do internships. It's, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Almost all responsibilities. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, now what what were some of your joys the first semester uh, that you yeah. experienced? Mm. Yeah, I think I think a lot of joys were um, getting to know so many people. Um, so at the beginning of the semester, it's like, yeah, we want to get to know people because it's strategic and it's uh, you know good to be in these pockets of groups where there's not a lot of spiritual chaplains or influences. But then you get to know people, and it's just like these are just great people, um, mm-hmm. and they're made in the image of God. Um, God loves them and cares for them. And, um, and a lot of them are just living their wives in ways that are just, I don't know, not necessarily harmful in the sense they're like destructive, but they're just, they, their priorities are everywhere, but God. Um, and oftentimes they're just, they're sad and they're lonely and they're depressed. And college, I think gives you that promise of like, this is like the, the apex of your happiness almost. Like I was promised in college in a way, like this is going to be the peak happiness of your life is college, you know, mm-hmm. no responsibilities, you know, for me playing baseball. Um, I think people get to college and I've seen that they get there and after a month they're like, you know, the party life isn't that great. And, uh, it's just not that fun. It's just not that great. Um, and so I think a lot of the joys are getting to just get to know these people really, and just get to talk to them and say, you know, you've experienced this, but there's a greater joy, the, the joy of, of knowing Jesus, of mm-hmm. having um, true fellowship with, with God and with other people. Um, you can have that. And I think we've got to have those conversations um, with a lot of people from all different kinds of backgrounds. Um, and it's just been just very exciting to get to do that mm-hmm. personally. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Anything coming to mind for you, sir? Any, any particular instances of, man, this is worth it. I know it's hard, yeah. but this, this is worth it. Yeah. Uh, um, I, the first thing that comes to mind is probably the dining hall. So it's called TDR, TDR. good old TDR. And, um, sometimes they have great food. Other times they, 
they have food and um but it's it's a great place to meet students they you know nobody is doing homework they're just kind of sitting talking with lots of friends and so um after the first week if you you know it's really easy to meet a lot of strangers the first week and then after the first week it's a lot harder but you have all these new friends to to chat with and to sit with so um i think one of my when i think back on the semester of just like a real personal joy is um with this girl and um we met her probably one of the first weeks and she had she grew up with a catholic background and was kind of like i i know i believe in god but i don't really know what christians are supposed to believe or what the bible says and um and so just from a lot of patience so i took that of like great we're gonna we're gonna meet the bible we're gonna read the bible tomorrow you know and just kind of run with it but um yeah, through lots of prayer, lots of patience, getting to getting to meet with her three different times over the course of the semester. To um, we talked about the Good Samaritan and, and just how um, the standard that God calls us to, we can never ever do. We um, we talked about um, uh, the prodigal son, so just God's attitude towards us of of calling us home, even though we we don't deserve it at all, and. Mm-hmm. So just just those those conversations with her, just how they it was totally God providing kind of something out of nothing that was there before, um, and it really made all the hours in TDR totally worth it. I mean, and even if she hadn't, um, even if we hadn't met, it still would have been worth it. But it's just cool, particular joy that really kept me going in the dining hall um, when it was some nights were tougher than others. So yeah, yeah, yeah. good and. Is it true that you met every freshman athlete in like the first three weeks or something? <laughs> we Almost. Did. Yeah, yeah I think our, so. One of our goals, we we're both former college athletes, was just to meet all the freshman athletes. There's there's 80 freshman athletes. Um, and so that was our goal. And then we got invited by some of the athletic administration to come to a freshman athlete event where the first 10 minutes was literally like you would go from one athlete to another, just like Like a speed yourself. dating kind of get to know like you game. Okay. Yeah. And so after that, we were just praising God like – we literally just got to have like 25 one-minute one-on-ones with yeah. all these people. And they now know who we are, and they know that we're chaplains, that we're former athletes. And so right from the get-go, it was just an amazing, amazing opportunity for us to get to know those people. Um, and so. the administration is so supportive. Like We, we kind of realized the first week that a lot of the – at least the fun events of American University, everything is run by like 28-year-olds. You know, and yeah. so we just got to know them and offered to help, and we want to care for students. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was awesome. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. Well, praise God, you made it through first semester. Yeah, right, here you are. You get some some <laughs> uh, break here over the of the holidays, and so yeah. we praise God for that. But as you think about the future, as you think about you know not just even next semester, but Lord willing, three four years from now, mm-hmm. what what do you hope to see happens with CO mm-hmm. at American University? Yeah. What would be like? Yeah, what do you want to see happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what we really hope to see um, years down the road is that there is just a, a natural culture of of. Christian student leaders in the campus who want to grow in their faith, who want to read the Bible, who want to pray, who are members of churches, and who just want to see others impacted by Jesus. So it's I guess what we hope to see is uh, like multiplication. We want to see not just Christians who you know grow in their Christian life and love Jesus, but we want to see them um, ultimately helping other people to follow Jesus and um, giving other people vision for why they should be people that help others follow Jesus. So that would I think that's really our goal. Um, we want to see just really established and 
well-trained Christians who have a great passion for Jesus and God's glory, um, and then who you know, spend the time and sacrifice and serve others, um, helping them to see the great love of Jesus as well. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. just Owen and Sarah at American University, but it mm-hmm. becomes Christians loving Jesus and helping others love Jesus because that's what yeah. Christians do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in regards to, to church as well, like wanting to become members of a healthy local church and covenant with people who are much older than them and you know, and know much more than they do. And even Owen and I do, gosh. So there's so much wisdom and um, joy in in the local church. And so, I mean, I think the best place for that is restoration, but there's so many other good churches and just that desire to see, you know, families changed even 20 down 20 years down the road. So for me personally, right. So I've got two young daughters Mm -hmm. and there's, there's no other gift then mm-hmm. uh, that I can give them than getting them around other mm-hmm. ladies yeah. and gentlemen, whether they're college students or older. And so in particular, college students offer something to, to me and my family that is a wonderful gift. Yeah. And so I think that's and that's one of the tenets of of campus outreach is that you, you really you mm-hmm. want to see people love Jesus and follow Jesus and the idea is that happens best in the context of a local church. Yes, Definitely. exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. like our, if you were to summarize our vision in like four years when one sentence would be, I want to see healthy church members from AU. Amen. Um, yeah. And I think one thing we often pray for, um, especially how I pray for the men is I want these men to be elder-like men in, you know, 10 to 20, 30 years. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's, I want them to see the men back to campus now, but like really what gets me excited is thinking like, you know, for the next 50 years, this, this guy who's been in our ministry for three or four years is going to be loving Jesus, loving his family, is going to be, um, if not an elder, which not every man has to be an elder, but like the has the qualities of a godly man, of being patient and loving and kind and ex- just exemplifying the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we can think, or we think as, you know, working for CO, that three or four years on the campus of really being grounded in your faith and growing is just an amazing investment for the next 50 years of their life where yeah. they can impact Thousands of people, yeah. we think. Amen. Yeah. yeah, you got them going, Joey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you got me going. <laughs> oh, hey, I love it. I love it. It's good. Love it. Uh, so yeah. how how can the, the 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 members that are of Restoration Church that are listening to this? How can they continue to to encourage you, support you, serve you uh, in your your mm-hmm. ministry? Yeah. Pray for us. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not lightly. Yeah. Add, no. add yeah. campus outreach to your yeah. regular rhythm of prayer life. And we've already been encouraged. People oh, reach yeah. out to us all the time, whether it's, you know, we, we send out like, hey, we're taking students on a retreat and people offer to give money or rides or their vehicles or they tell us they're praying for us. We've been extremely encouraged. And I think the best thing for us, um, I think oftentimes that ministry is just hard. And especially when it's just me and Sarah that we don't, it, it's it's hard to be encouraged sometimes when you just see like these people aren't growing or there's not a lot going on. Um, and like kind of, we don't have a good oftentimes view of what's going on on the campus, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think just hearing other people say, which we have like, wow, I talked to this girl at church and I'm so encouraged that she's coming around. And for that, it's for us, it's like, Oh yeah. Like I didn't even realize that. Like mm-hmm. that is encouraging. Mm-hmm. And so just like being encouraged by others. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, huge. even just like getting to know, since we're still relatively new to the church, getting to know members and um, just hearing people's testimonies. So like the Glovers who came to faith through a totally different ministry, I think it was crew in college, their senior year. Like, it's so awesome. Just like, you know, yeah. a testimony to just the, the impact of 
or just being in college and studying the Bible and all those things. And then even to members with testimonies who came to faith after college, they, they're, you know, nothing to do with college, you know, just, yeah. In college came to faith three years outside of college. Yeah. And so just, just helping Owen and I, I think get out of our bubble of this is the time, this is where God works. You know, that's the biggest lie. And so just being encouraged by other people's Mm -hmm. stories and, um, God's faithfulness to them is, is amazing. Good. Yeah. Praise the Lord, man. Well, we're thankful for you guys. We're thankful for your ministry. Uh, we look forward to seeing God use it all the more to, mm. like he said, see healthy Christians that are yeah. meaningful parts of local churches, mm-hmm. uh, not only during their time in college, but hopefully that, that spurs them on, as you said, to a life of mm-hmm. faithfulness and following Christ. And exactly, so, yeah. Uh, we look forward to what God is going to continue to do in Restoration Church. Bechtels, you want to say thank you to our members? Thank you. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Shout out to our community group for hearing our struggles yeah. every, every week, that's not true. just one time on the podcast. There you go. But <laughs> yeah. it's so true. But that's what doing life together yeah. is, right? Yeah. Uh, thankful. The, the smiles and the sorrows. And so, but yeah, we're, yeah. it's Restoration Church we are. We're thankful for you. And may God give us the grace to continue uh, helping each other follow Jesus until we get to heaven. Amen. Amen. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Restoration Church Life Podcast. May God continue to give us the grace to make disciples that delight in the supremacy of Jesus Christ in Washington, D.C. and beyond.